The world's fastest roller coaster shuts down after riders break their bones. The zoo bans a woman from having an affair with a chimpanzee. And a referee was arrested after firing a gun during a soccer game. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast. That's right. Recorded in a closet, guys. (laughs) You know the deal. The world's fastest roller coaster had to shut down because riders were breaking their bones. (laughs) So known as one of the world's most terrifying amusement park rides, the Dododompa roller coaster, which is located near the base of Mount Fuji in Japan, had to be shut down by the government. The closure of this roller coaster comes after several passengers sustained fractured bones while on the ride, though the exact cause of the injuries has officials stumped. Really, you're stumped? It's the fastest roller coaster in the world. That's the cause of the injuries, guys. <laughs> I'm no amusement park detective. So the roller coaster is known for its super death speeds. Hey, do you think that might be the cause of the injuries, government? The super death speed? <laughs> Uh, this is known as the fastest accelerating roller coaster in the world, by the way. It goes from 0 to 112 in about 1.5 seconds. That seems fast to me. Maybe this is the cause of the injuries. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that smart, but I think maybe the super death speed, 0 to 112 in 1.5 seconds, maybe that's causing the fractured bones. I don't know. So, uh... This ride also features the world's largest roller coaster loop. It sounds like a good time. I like loops. I like fast speeds in my roller coasters. I don't like to break my bones. I certainly don't want to pay to have my bones broken. (laughs) How are the photos on this ride? You know how they take that picture at the end? (laughs) There's a bunch of people just crying in that photo. (laughs) Just holding their legs and arms. (laughs) Hey, hey, do you want the photo of you breaking your your neck? <laughs> Would you like that? <laughs> the highlight of my vacation when I broke my neck on the uh, on the roller coaster of death, the super death speed roller coaster. It says here there's been six total people reporting broken bones. Four of them say they broke their neck or their back. <laughs> I was just joking with the neck break. Apparently this is real. <laughs> Those injured were in their 30s to 50s. As if that's supposed to make us feel any better. On the ride, they broke bones, including in their neck and back, with full recovery requiring between one and three months, it says in this report. Also, it says sustaining an injury on a roller coaster or other amusement park attraction is actually incredibly rare. The International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions reported that there is a 1 in 17 million chance of being seriously injured on a roller coaster. And they report that typically it's rider behavior or misconduct that are blamed for injuries on such attractions. Or you just make the ride go 0 to 112 miles per hour in one and a half seconds. That'll do it too, (laughs) from my understanding. The Dododompa, otherwise known as Roller Coaster of Neck-Breaking Death, will reportedly be closed until the cause of the injuries is determined. (laughs) Guys, I think I know the cause. (laughs) it's the death speed it's got to be the death speed guys that's the cause (laughs) several inspections of the ride's machinery including a check with manufacturers concluded that the coaster showed no signs of abnormality (laughs) and is running as it should (laughs) okay 
I think the running as it should is the abnormality. <laughs> it's, it's made to go 112 miles per hour in just over a second. <laughs> that seems excessive to me. That's like astronaut speed, guys. It's totally astronaut speed. Now, they, uh, these geniuses went and got a university architecture professor, uh, Mr. Miyasoto, who said that he suspects the issue stems from the coaster's intense in- acceleration. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the intense acceleration. Hey, we got a professor of architecture over here. He seems to think that it's from the intense acceleration that people are breaking their neck. Hmm, maybe we ought to listen to this guy. Um, this is three times the force of gravity, it says here, which is similar to what astronauts might feel during a launch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's right. I think we found the solution, guys. Don't don't let your roller coaster go to launch speed. A zoo has banned a lady from visiting because she was having an affair with a chimpanzee. A woman in Belgium has reportedly been banned from visiting the chimpanzees at the local zoo after developing a close bond with one of these chimps. According to zoo officials, her affair with the primate was preventing him from bonding with the other chimps in the zoo. Uh, Now, the media report that Addie Timmerman has been visiting this chimpanzee named Chitta, who's 38 years old, at the Antwerp Zoo. Did I say it correctly? Antwerp? <laughs> the Antwerp Zoo. She's been visiting Chitta each week for the past four years because she does not have a life, clearly, and the dating apps in Antwerp totally suck. In this time, Addie claims that she and Chitta have forged a very strong human-chimp relationship. I love that animal, and he loves me so much, she said during an interview. Can you imagine going on TV and saying this? (laughs) Are you okay, lady? (laughs) Why would you tell anybody? Just keep it to yourself that you're in love with the chimpanzee. Addie's relationship with the chimpanzee has reportedly consisted of the two waving and blowing kisses to each other through the glass. (laughs) It was a very intense physical relationship. This has been going on for four years. Now, on the surface, the interactions seem extremely harmless. She probably just blends in with the other zoo visitors, you know, waving at chimpanzees, as we all tend to do. You know, because they're kind of like humans. They have qualities, like you, you get the feeling that they'll actually wave back to you, unlike the zebras or the honey badgers. Now, on the surface, the interactions seem harmless, but zoo officials say that their friendship has proved actually detrimental to Chitta's social status with the other chimpanzees. So this lady's interfering, and now Chitta can't have bonds or make sweet love with the other chimpanzees. Here's a quote from a spokesperson of the zoo. Yeah, when Chitta is constantly surrounded by the visitors, the other monkeys ignore him, don't consider him part of the group, even though it's important for him to be part of the chimpanzee group. He just sits on his own outside, away from the others, socially isolated. It's a big problem, big issue. Now, in an effort to promote the chimpanzee's social well-being, the zoo had to ban this lady from visiting him. (laughs) Here's a quote from Addie on that interview. I haven't got anything else. Why do they want to take this away from me? We're having an affair. I'll just say, other dozens of visitors are allowed to make contact. Why not me? Why not me? I've got to see him. 
The zoo has explained that Chitta might be too focused on Addie to bond with the peers. An animal that is too focused on people, even zoo visitors, is actually less respected by the peers in the group. We want Chitta to be a chimpanzee as much as possible. And apparently science backs this up. A 2014 study conducted by Stephen Ross and Hani Friedman showed that chimpanzees that have been separated from their mothers early and raised primarily by human beings showed social deficiencies many years later. Sadly, Chitta may always struggle to bond with his peers at this point. Hopefully, the handlers at the zoo can help him learn to adapt to life with his fellow primates. But what about Addie? What is she going to do? <laughs> Zoo's only dating app, maybe? <laughs> Zoo's only. <laughs> oh, Jonesy, you crack me up. A referee has been arrested after firing a gun during a soccer game. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> ah, today's episode's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oklahoma. An adult soccer referee is facing complaints for shooting a gun in the direction of fans and a soccer player after an argument over a red card. Here's a quote from the assistant police chief, Derek. Well, uh, when you recklessly shoot a weapon towards a crowd of people, I mean, <laughs> by golly, it's a miracle nobody was hurt. OK, uh, officers say at four o'clock on a Sunday, the uh, the referee, Davi Bazeth, pulled a red card on a player to eject him from the soccer game. Now, I believe a red card is for ejecting people. They pull yellow cards as well, which I think are a warning. I don't know much about the rules of soccer. They pull yellow cards and red cards. Well, the red card was about to reject this, this player, eject the player. And uh, I guess that's when uh, things got a little out of hand. The incident began to escalate. It says here it got kind of heated. People were shoving and pushing, according to the video as well. After the scuffle, the referee is seen on video running off the field toward his Nissan pickup truck. Seconds later, he can be seen emerging back onto the field with a gun in his hand. He wasn't, he wasn't about to have it. We ain't going out like that. We ain't going out like that. We ain't going out. Now, according to the police report, the soccer player that was red carded saw the referee work the action of the gun, point the gun in his direction and the direction of other spectators and players near the playing field, and fire around from the pistol. Uh, the chief of police again says, well, it's very dangerous. I mean, it's, uh, I tell you, it could have been a very bad situation. We have families there. There's families. There's children there. You have not only the adult spectators and players. You got children in the area, bro. The police say that the referee, Davi Bazeth, hopped back into his truck and drove away. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it all goes. Pulling guns, firing, and driving away. Police say the referee didn't get very far, though. They pulled him over. I don't know how you thought you'd get away with this. Everybody knows your name. You're a referee at a soccer game. They usually take your information, and I'd imagine an ID when you apply to be a referee. So I don't know what you're thinking, sir, that you could fire your gun off at a sporting event and then drive away in your Nissan. <laughs> I know this is Oklahoma, but... <laughs> During the arrest, police say they obtained a, a, a 38 caliber caliber pistol from a truck. Uh, we have another quote from this Oklahoma assistant police chief. You know, even small caliber weapons can still produce death. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it can still produce death. I'd imagine a lot of things can produce death. Sir, a spear gun. 
Now, the referee's facing complaints for feloniously pointing a firearm. Feloniously, as opposed to how you usually would point a firearm, which is non-feloniously at a sporting event. No, I wasn't pointing it feloniously at the sporting event. I was pointing it non-feloniously, in other words, at the sky. He's going to be arraigned. This is his first criminal offense. I, I want to know what was going on in his mind. I mean, obviously, he was pushed to the limit. Something happened this day. He's got no criminal complaints. Something made him go to the... I mean, it's not the soccer player. It's not the incident in the game. There's something going on in his life. We're all under pressure now, guys. We are. I'm not surprised that this has happened. People are exploding on planes. They got to be duct taped to seats. <laughs> We're all losing our shit is what's going on. So, you know, before I before I'm quick to judge this guy, I just I need to know what was going on that day. It was it had to be bad. And you know, these referees at these local sporting events, they're treated very poorly. I know. I've I've treated them poorly myself. I yelled at a referee on Sunday as a matter of fact during softball because I felt that he really wronged our team. And I had warned him several times and it just it kind of escalated and I was I was yelling across the field at him. I typically don't do that, but I felt it was warranted. Now, granted, this guy's getting paid, what, 50 bucks to be there? I mean, these referees, they get paid zero. And they get a lot of shit. And so I can kind of empathize a little bit, but still, I mean, you you can't go to your truck and then bring a weapon that can produce death back to the field. That's not that's not okay. Let's be clear. It's a, it can produce death. Hey, I'm grateful that you were here for another episode of Weird AF News. I appreciate that. Make sure you subscribe and tell a friend. I got a, a very a terrible review on Amazon. Let me read it. It's uh, from someone named Warhammer. Uh, the title is Just Not Funny. One star. Uh, it says, this guy describes himself as a comedian, but just isn't funny at all. He looks up interesting headlines, talks about the headline for several minutes while trying to use a silly voice and sometimes never gets around to actually reading what happened. He laughs way too hard at his own yuck, yuck jokes and is generally just annoying. I gave him an honest try for several months, but find myself skipping it more and more until I just deleted the skill from my flash briefing. We need more channels. Uh, this, however... Weird AF News misses the mark by a wide margin. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Warhammer, <laughs> with, a, with a name like Warhammer. I'm, I'm guessing you're pretty displeased with a lot of shit in the world, <laughs> so I know I'm not going to take that personally at all. But thanks for writing a review. Thanks for giving my podcast a shot for several months. I appreciate that. That's a lot longer than I would have assumed you would have given it a chance. So thanks for, thanks for hanging in there for, for a little bit longer. Sorry I couldn't be up to your high standards. Uh, if you guys would like to leave a review, you can always do so on Amazon and iTunes as well, also known as Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can leave a terrible review or a positive review. Um, it's all good, man. It's all good. I take all the feedback, um, and you know, uh, and then I um, what do I do with it? I don't know. Sometimes I I rejoice over it, and sometimes I go, "Oh, damn it!" <laughs> so <laughs> either way, I forget about it the next day. Thankfully. Thankfully, I have the memory of a goldfish. No, not really. Don't they have like three-second memories? I don't know, guys. I don't know why I try to be smart. Uh, so, oh, also, if you'd like to help out the show and support because you actually get something out of it, uh, you can check out my Patreon. Yeah, that's a way to do it. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Support the show. If you'd like to call and leave a message, you can do so on the Weird AF News hotline. The number is 646-450-2012. Please call. If any of the stories resonated with you, I'll publish some calls after this if you'd like to stick around as well. And uh, yeah, uh, lastly, if you have any sort of links or articles you'd like to uh, have me take a look at for the show, 
because I'm always looking and searching for strange, kinky content. Uh, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, by the way, at funnyjones. Um, I'm now doing stand-up comedy shows a little bit more and more and traveling to do so. So uh, if you'd like to bring me to your town, reach out. We can discuss it. And uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon, evening, morning, whatever it is. Enjoying your coffee. Maybe you're smoking a blunt. Listening to Weird AF News. That's pretty cool. Enjoy it.